Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Coming to you live. This is the Wrestling 411. Keeping the wrestling community locked down with the latest news and coverage. Tighter than any pinning combination. This is the 411 Wrestling 411. This is the 411 Wrestling 411 light coverage like electrical bolts We up 24-7 like a heartbeat's pulse And it's the 411 if you want the results If it happens on the math, then we gotta report And this is wrestling, man, the realest sport that's around And if you didn't know about it, this is how it's going down International coverage to them NCAAs Everything on demand, and you can have it your way With the latest recruits, ranking spoken interviews Who, what, when, and where with the latest on the news, want a technique tip or something really entertaining? Here's a double life glass that'll keep you motivated. Got you training like a madman, getting it done on how to break him and take him until you make it number one. Coming fresh up off the press, you about to get some. And on to the wrestling 411. This is the 411 Wrestling 411. This is the 411 Wrestling 411. Welcome to Wrestling 411 Radio. I am Kyle Klingman, joined by Jason Bryant. And Jason, we have a world champion with us today, Clarissa Chun, 2008 Olympian, 2008 world champion. We're going to talk about both, but we want to say welcome to the program, Clarissa. Thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for having me. Well, before we so even much. get into the wrestling, I, we got to go way back. I found some, uh, some video of you doing some magic. Uh, tell us about all this. Oh, <laughs> wow, yeah, um, my uncle, he, like, is a teacher in Hawaii, and he also does magic, and when I was younger, he asked me to, like, help him out with some things, because I was little, so I could fit in little boxes and do different things for him, <laughs> yeah. So. Any, uh, any way you're going to keep on with the magic? You, you did a pretty good job. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think I only did it that one, one time. <laughs> you didn't yeah. get sawed in half or anything, did you? <laughs> huh? No, no, being sawed in half. Mm, oh yeah, I can't tell you how I got sawed in half. Maybe that's why I'm a one hundred and five hundred forty kilos. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Uh, you Otherwise, can't... it probably would have been six feet tall. I don't know. Yeah, well, you can't reveal your secrets. But uh, you know, let let's start out with how you got started in wrestling. This is an interesting story. You're the first wrestling Olympian from the state of Hawaii. Uh, tell us how you got started in the sport in Hawaii. Um. Well, I was a wrestler, or I mean, before I was a wrestler, I was into judo, and. My junior year in high school, I decided to go out for the wrestling team because, you know, judo background, competitive, been competitive all my life. And um, they had boys and girls separate for state tournaments. And um, I don't know, I thought it was fun. Uh, I, 
my freshman sophomore year, I was swimming during wrestling season because I was a swimmer too. But then my sophomore year, I decided, you know, I want to give wrestling a shot. So, and loved it ever since. <laughs> and then you competed for Missouri Valley. Uh, what went into that choice? Yeah. Like, I didn't know there was freestyle wrestling after high school. And Missouri Valley College started their first, they were like the first scholarship women's program. And I had a packet sent to me after I graduated. And like I, I didn't know what I was going to do. I thought I was going to continue with judo, if anything, you know maybe go to San Jose State University or something. And uh, I got this packet from Missouri Valley for wrestling, and I was like, for a scholarship, and I was like, what's freestyle wrestling, you know? And looked it up, and I was like, okay, I don't know if I want to go to Missouri. It's in the middle of nowhere, but um, scholarship for school, I'll give that a try. If I don't like it, then I can always come back and... I went, I loved it, you know, so and I'm still doing it. <laughs> well, you had your first experience on the world level as far as being on a world team in 2000, but uh, in talking to you, that was something that disappointed you a little bit because you were the backup and got a chance to go over there uh, and compete. Uh, first of all, what went into, you know, the decision just to keep competing through that time, making the Olympic team in 2008, and what did that 2000 experience give to you? 2000, wow. Yeah, I, I just didn't think I belonged, you know. I made the team by default, you know. Trish didn't go, and Trisha Saunders didn't go. And when I got to Worlds, I was just in awe, you know, like, wow. All these other countries compete, too, you know. I was just, I didn't I didn't know what it was like. And, uh, and I just put myself on the back burner for so many years. And when they made it an Olympic program 2002, at the OTC in Colorado Springs and decided to have it as an Olympic sport in 2004, I was definitely, like, that was a goal that I wanted to attain. But, I don't know, there's a lot of ups and downs going through, you know, the years of wrestling, you know, and, like, the year before the Olympics in 2008, I didn't, I was nervous because I've done the worst I've ever wrestled, you know, um, at my, on this level, but, uh, I don't know. I think the drive and the determination and like I knew, I believed in myself that I had something there and, but I also like respected my opponents a lot, you know, and I didn't truly believe myself to be considered like a champion. So I didn't allow myself to really compete, I feel, until Olympic trials. I, I laid everything out on a man and I said, I won't stand for less, you know, I... I deserve to be here just as much as anyone else, you know. So I think there's a lot of it was a mindset. Well, in the 2008 Olympic trials, when you beat Patricia Miranda in that series, and, of course, one of the most memorable moves I saw was when you blasted her off the mat with a double leg. And at that moment, I'm like, wow, Chun's Chun's arrived here. She's, She's ready for this. And knocking off Miranda, who was the Olympian in 2004, how big of a step was that? You'd been battling back and forth with some of the top wrestlers at the weight. For a couple of years, obviously, yeah. as Kyle said, you'd been on the world team in 2000, kind of by default. But you make the Olympic team. Yeah. You beat Patricia, who had been, you know, a basically a stalwart at the weight and placed at Worlds, has been, you know, medalist all over the place. And then you follow the Olympic experience up, and then take advantage of the fact that they have a World Championships that year because not all the women's weights are represented at the Olympics. But 
Yeah, how big of a moment was it in your career and getting you to the next level was beating Patricia at trials? That was the turn, you know. That was that was when I knew that, you know, I could win it. You know, like beating the Olympic bronze medalist, you know, why couldn't I be a world champion, you know? Or why couldn't I, you know, get a medal at the Olympics, you know? I, I was so disappointed that I, myself that I didn't get one, but um, I trained hard, you know? It was, you know, not... I trained hard that summer. I trained hard so many years leading up to it. And um, it was funny because when I was training before the Olympic trials, I went over so much technique, you know, just getting a lot of repetitions in. And, you know, I told Tori, my friend that I was training with, this is funny, you know, like, I, I was like, I want to I wanna blast double Patricia. I just want to double like her. I don't know why. And, it was funny that I ended up doing it in the match, you know, like without even thinking, you know, like before I took that shot, I didn't even know what I was going to do. It was, they gave us some time because there was a controversy or a question of, you know, the point being called before that. And I looked in my corner at my coach at Keith and I was like, where did that one point come from? And he's like, just wrestle. And I just reacted. (laughs) And I don't know. I think, like that was that was a huge confidence booster for me to be able to like achieve something like that, you know, because I respect Patricia as a wrestler and a person, you know, and I feel like if I could beat her, I can beat a lot of the other girls in in the world, you know. So, how do you feel women's wrestling has has improved since the first time you wrestled in the Olympic trials in two thousand four? And then when it was an Olympic trial, then the 2008 winning the trials, has the depth of competition, maybe at your weight or across women's wrestling as a whole, gotten more competitive? What have been the reasons for that, if that's the case? Um, just I think it's exposure, you know? Like, like, I didn't even know women's wrestling existed, you know? Like, until, like, even outside of high school, you know? I didn't know there was anything called freestyle wrestling, and I think exposure to the sport of wrestling, you know, they they have developmental coaches and, you know, um, sorry, <laughs> um, they have, you know, they have programs, you know, and it's growing. The sport of girls and women's wrestling is growing. And I think the more it grows, the better the competition gets, you know, more competitive it gets, you know. So I think it's grown a lot since I've started and definitely, grown since 2004 you know a lot more competition a lot of a lot of girls who are starting at a younger age and learning great technique you know and i don't know i think it's grassroots you know Going back to something Jason had talked about, I'm interested in the decision to wrestle in the World Championships, which were after the Olympic Games, when some of the other Olympians, the female Olympians, decided not to. Why did you decide to go to the World Championships, which you eventually won? Oh, I didn't even know that I was going to wrestle at the World until I stepped off that mat, losing to Icho in the semis of the Olympics. Um, only because I knew, you know, like I could have done better. I felt like I could have done more in that match. And that's the worst feeling is stepping off the mat, feeling that you should have done things differently or you wish you did or whatever, you know. But I felt like I trained so hard that summer, you know, and for the Olympic medal and um, not having my coach in my corner, I felt 
I almost kind of felt bitter for not having him in my corner, you know, just because I felt like if he was in my corner, then I should have been going for gold, you know. But um, I knew that Keith, my coach, was going to be on the world team as a coach. So I was like, you know what? Why not try for the world team and try and get a world title, a world championship, you know, with him in my corner, you know. And it's still a world title, you know. Like, no one can take that away, you know. Like, I've always wanted to be a world champion since I've seen my first world championships in 2000, you know, I saw Christy Morano win it, you know, and I was just like, wow, you know, that's awesome, you know, like, I, in 2000, I was like, I wish I wrestled better to what I knew I could have instead of being scared of where I was at, you know, so, um, I don't know. It's a world title, and I wanted one. <laughs> well, in the uh, in the experience, just watching the uh, the video, it looked like uh, they really put on a great atmosphere there. It looked like more of a mixed martial arts or a pro wrestling event. And then you walked out to Bon Jovi's Bad Medicine, actually. Uh, tell us about that choice. What is that? Well, you walked out it? to the song uh, Bad Medicine by Bon Jovi. When was this? <laughs> At the World Championships. I, I watched the match. Oh, world championship! Yeah, you're you're gonna have to go back. They uh, they played bad medicine for you when you walked out. I think she I was so much know. in the zone. Yeah, she, she was in the zone. zone. Had no idea that New Jersey's finest was <laughs> I, playing for Hawaii. It was finest. pretty cool, though. That's funny. Yeah, okay, yeah. Bon Jovi's awesome. I didn't even know they were playing music. <laughs> well, I mean, but the atmosphere. What what was that like coming out on the raised stage like that? Uh, they really put on a, quite a performance. Yeah, they put on a production. Um. For me, you know, like, I really have to stay focused, you know, like, because I get easily distracted, you know. Um, I could go back to 2004 Olympic trials and feeling so focused. I think... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I was beating Patricia the first period. It was at combined scores back then. And during the break, I looked up in the crowd. And I can specifically remember, like, who I looked at. And I don't know why, you know, I just... Just looked in the crowd and someone just popped out at me and I was like, wow, you know, and I lost my focus like immediately. Um, so, you know, in 2008 Olympics, everyone's different. You know, when they walked out, you know, before they get on the stage, there's some people that can look in the crowd and, you know, like soak that in, you know. But for me, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I, I'm not the type of person to look in the crowd because I know I'm, I can get easily distracted like that, you know, and. So when I walked out in Japan to, I didn't even know, <laughs> I guess Bon Jovi, I didn't know I was walking out to him. That's funny. <laughs> I I just focus on my match and just, I don't even, I don't even hear what's going on. I'm almost, you know, it's crazy because anything that can trigger me to lose my focus off of what I want to do or what needs to happen, like clear my mind kind of thing. I don't know. I get easily distracted, so I don't even think about what's around me. You know. <laughs> Let's it's talk crazy. about 
Let's talk about your uh, your Olympic experience a little bit. Uh, you have an interesting background that you are from Hawaii. You do have a Chinese, Japanese, and American heritage. Uh, what was it like going to uh, to China and being part of the Olympics experience? Oh, it was amazing. They put on an awesome show, you know. Um, like, they cleaned up Beijing real nice. I went in 2002 with Missouri Valley team for the first time I went to Beijing, but it was really nice, and it was nice that my family could have gotten out there. They've never traveled overseas, and for them to go and watch me compete and, you know, my grassroots, you know, like Chinese heritage, you know. Granted, that's not where we're from. We're in, like, more southern China, but it was it was just fun for them to be able to, like, go out to China and be able to support me and be there. Um, China's awesome. It was fun. It was a great experience, <laughs> and I want to do it again in London. <laughs> the uh, the world team trials this year, you uh, are no longer the uh, the person going after the uh, the top spot. You were at the top spot this year. Uh, let's go through both matches. The the first match, I thought you looked uh, a little slow, a little sluggish. How did you feel in that first match against Alyssa Lampy? Oh, it was horrible. I did not. I felt like I did not wrestle well. It was. It was hard, you know. I got really nervous because I've never was in that situation where I sit out of the tournament. And, um, you know, I got a workout in in the morning and afternoon, you know, and I had a great workout, I thought, and I had a great warm-up. I felt good. I felt strong. I felt, I felt good. I always felt like I was on it. And I don't know, somewhere between the warm-up and me waiting before we got on the mat, I don't know if, there was too much waiting around. They were at constellation matches and they had awards going on and stuff. And my legs just started tightening up and I was just like, oh no, I'm trying to like, it was a weird feeling where my mind and body was not on the same page. And I, I was really nervous about that, you know, like not being 100%, you know, but you're right. I was really slow in that first match and um, for the second match, I was like, I need to get going, you know. So I asked one of the Sunkiss coaches to grab me coffee because I don't know what was going on. I was, I did feel sluggish, and I didn't know why. So I had some coffee before my next match, and I was like, I need to finish this. I need to, like, get going, you know. Like, I need to get it going and finish this because I don't want to go any more than two matches. <laughs> so. Well, you didn't waste you any know. time getting the quick fall in the second match, but... An opponent like Lampy, what's tough about wrestling somebody like her who's come through and is young on the level, kind of like similar where you were coming through, she's been training for a long time, actually played second in a boys' high school state tournament. Uh, you know, young and hungry, how how tough is it, you know, being on top to have somebody like that coming at you who really doesn't have any fear? Yeah, um, I, I just got to wrestle my best, you know. Like, you know, I... I remember being the young and hungry one, <laughs> and it's it's tough, but um, I don't know. Like, I think I just have to be the better wrestler, or if not the better wrestler, like the smarter wrestler, you know? Sometimes not always the best wrestler wins, it's the smarter, smarter wrestler. That's what I learned when I was young, you know? Like, I would go, 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 but there were things that weren't very smart about my wrestling, and I think, you know, sometimes I had to, like, as I, like, grew, grew older into this word, I learned, you know, sometimes, you know, it doesn't have to be about go, 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 you know. It's, like, fighting for the position and, like, fighting for, like, a purpose, you know. Like, 
you don't want to waste any energy running. Because I, I used to run around people, you know, just dance in front of them and move them and try and move them and wasted all my energy and, you know, slowing it down a little bit, you know, but with a purpose, I think, helped a lot. But, yeah, the young and hungry one, I got, it's, that's, that's what was scary. That's why I was so nervous, you know, because I know what it's like to be coming out of the mini tournament and, you know, getting that confidence and momentum, you know, you're you're already warmed up to meet, you know, person in the finals, you know. I don't I don't know which is the better advantage. People ask me, is it better to sit out? You know, I don't know. Right now I don't think so. <laughs> I didn't feel like I, it was an advantage. And talking about moving forward, you've already talked about, you know, London in 2012. You turned 28 later this year. Uh, actually, a week after my birthday, so uh, yeah, we're 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 a week yeah. apart minus two years. But uh, how far do you see going? You see, you've got a 2008 World Championship. You're on the world team in '09. You're going to have to continue through this through 2012. But what about beyond 2012? Are you going to maybe make a run for two, uh, 2016, or is 2012 going to no. be it for you? No, my plan is 2012. That's my goal. But you know what? I'm taking it one year at a time because you never know what's going to happen. You know, like. I've had a few injuries already <laughs> due to wrestling, and I, I just, you know, I'm just going to take it one year at a time. I, I'm focusing on this next world title. I'm hoping, you know, I, I would love to be able to repeat a world title and hopefully validate to myself, you know, a little bit more. And um, I don't know. I'm not sure what post-2012 would look like, and I'm taking one, one step at a time. Well, also, uh, how much does the Living the Dream Fund kind of play into mind now? You can say if you win another world title, there's fifty grand right there, and then building towards maybe a quarter million dollars in 2012. Does this give you and maybe some other athletes more motivation to train through this Olympic cycle, knowing that there's three potential world championships to win and then another uh, Olympic championships to compete in? Oh, it's, it's beautiful to have, like, you know, that, to hear that, you could have that opportunity to get that for meddling. But you know what? Like, that that offer wasn't there in 2008, and I still wanted that gold medal. Money or no money, you know? Like, I want, I want it for all the years that I've competed, and that's what, you know, I grew up watching the Olympics and what, you know, I cry every time someone from the U.S. when I'm an emotional person. It's like, oh, man, I'm so happy for them, you know? And, I want one, you know, like that'd be, I don't know, an awesome goal, you know, to, to get, you know, and, um, yeah, quarter of a million is nice too. icing on it, 50,000 for worlds. That's awesome. But, you know, it wouldn't make me, you know, I was going to, I'm going to train hard anyways, you know, 50, 50,000 or 15,000, you know, or 5,000 or, you know, like it doesn't matter. Like I, I still, I'll still go after it, you know. One thing you mentioned about your world championships, and I want to make sure that he gets some credit here, is, is your coach, Keith Wilson. He's been in your corner for a while. He's been coaching on the women's level with Sunkiss for, for you know several years after his career in Greco-Roman ended. What is it about Keith that gets you motivated? Because everybody that's seemed to have Keith in their corner seems to have a little bit of swagger, a little bit of a, you know hunger with them. Mm-hmm. What is it about Keith that, that helps you, uh, you know, break through? Oh, man. He just, you know, works with me a lot. Um, he's such a perfectionist in, in the wrestling realm, and 
like his technique, I just feel is great. You know, um, he just is on me, you know, and on me and on me and on me. It doesn't let me like slack on it, you know, and it's frustrating at times because sometimes I feel like I get it right, but he, he like picks on it and it's frustrating when I'm getting picked on a lot, but in the end, you know, it works, you know, because, you know, granted, it's not going to always be perfect when you wrestle on the mat, but if we can, you know, like even when I went to Japan for six, like a few months, you know, when I was trying to work out there, I had Keith in my head because he would repetitively correct me on things. So I had like certain like things in my head that he would say to me or yell at me, you know, and he's helped me with like mental stuff, you know, and he's competed at, you know, at this level and he knows what it's like, you know, and he can read a body well, you know, sometimes like a lot of coaches grind you into the ground and, you know, sometimes overtraining will hurt you more than anything. And he sees that I'm, you know, need a break, he'll give me that break, you know, and so I think it's a good, he's doing good, like, I don't know, he knows how to read his athletes, and, and, I don't know, I, I don't know how he does it, it's just good, <laughs> it works well for me, so far, you know, it's good. Have you been back to Hawaii since the Olympic Games? Yeah, I went home for five days after the Olympic Games, I go, I went home like after Christmas or during Christmas time and after nationals. Good re- good response by uh, by Hawaii for uh, it seems like that uh, they took a lot of pride in you making this Olympic team. Just wondering what the response was after this. Yeah, um, I mean, after the Olympics, they had like this parade of champions for all the Olympians, you know. Um, you know, Brian Clay, he won a gold medal in decathlon and there's like Robin Almos got to go for volleyball, and Tasha Kai got to go for um, soccer, and then there's, like, people who represented other countries, like the Philippines and stuff, and they live in Hawaii, so they had a parade for us, and we we went to, like, UH volleyball games, and yeah, you know, they took care of us. They take pride in their athletes, you know, Hawaii, like, they come together, you know, um, I guess because they're just, you know, a little island off the Pacific Ocean, sometimes, you know, it's, um, I guess it's like Oklahoma or they don't have a pro pro team, you know, so they go for OSU, OU, you know, <laughs> so it's kind of the same thing. Hawaii comes together when, when with athletes, I think. Now, Oklahoma technically does have a pro team, the Oklahoma City Thunder, but I don't think they even qualify because they're oh. so bad and it's pro basketball. So you might actually, you're more actually oh. correct than you realize Sorry. when you say Oklahoma doesn't have a pro team. So. Well, pro football, right? They don't have. <laughs> no, no pro football. So real Boomer quick, uh, you are uh, you are down in Texas uh, working camps. Uh, tell us about what's going on there. Uh, good. Um. Yesterday, I taught a bunch of technique. Today's Marcy's day. Tomorrow, Randy will go, and Takara will go the day after. So, he's in between sessions right now. It's good. We got about maybe 25 girls or so, maybe a little bit more. I don't know. Good group of girls. We have people from Kansas and Colorado and all over Texas. So, it's fun, you know. It's, It's always fun. All right, well, we want to congratulate you on making the Olympic team last year and your world title, and you are a world team member this year, and uh, we hope you can uh, come home with another gold. 
Yay, thank you so much. All right, we, we appreciate the time, Clarissa. For Jason Bryant, I am Kyle Klingman. You've been listening to Wrestling 411 Radio. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.